This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, uh, a bit of shameless self-promotion, because Site Visibility have recently published the Ultimate Content Promotion Guide, It's their most comprehensive guide to date, and in it, they break down all of the content marketing tactics, tricks and tools you'll ever need to help you achieve content marketing success. You can download the guide plus a handy printable content promotion checklist for free by going to bit.ly, bit.ly slash ultimate dash content. Well, today I'm joined by Magnus Unamur from Eonship Inc. in Sweden. (laughs) I just about got that. Did I say you're all right, Magnus? Uh, yeah, a little bit slow, but... Uh, yeah, well, hopefully uh, hopefully the yeah. editor will remove all of the caps and make it sound like a Andy, yeah. like, you know, beautiful, flowing uh, Scandinavian accent. So <laughs> now that's... Now, um, Eon Sherp Inc. is... <laughs> a terrible pronunciation. That's in the sunny south of Sweden, isn't it? That's, that's below Stockholm, if I remember correctly. Yes, it's about uh, 300 kilometers south of Stockholm or uh, one and a half hours drive east of Gothenburg. It's a very nice and scenic area. And you're on the edge of a, a, it's a huge sort of long, thin lake, isn't it? What's that called? Yes, it's Lake Vettern. It's uh, one of the deepest lakes in Europe. It's 124 meters deep and I believe the fifth largest uh, freshwater reservoir in Europe. Good grief. Yes, it, it does look a bit like a lock. From the from the from space. Not that I've been in yes. space. Just using Google Maps, to be honest with you. Yes, I think so. So, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're up to. So, I have been in the international software industry for 25 plus years, and I have been uh, working in the microprocessor semiconductor chip industry um, in the last 20 years or so as as a marketer. And uh, in the last 15 years, I was the co-founder and co-owner of the company in the Internet of Things space, uh, acting the vice president of sales and marketing. Um, Since a year and a half, uh, I am now a uh, marketing automation consultant, author and speaker, uh, focusing on marketing automation and uh, artificial intelligence. Now, it's a fascinating area, which we have covered quite a lot recently on the podcast, this whole area of, you know, marketing automation, and you are a marketing automation consultant. And you have uh, written a book, haven't you? Um, just tell us, just briefly tell us about that book. So I've actually written five books, but the uh, last one is called Data-Driven Marketing with Artificial Intelligence. And uh, it's about how to use or what you can do with, uh, with uh, AI in terms of marketing and uh, the book outlines hundreds or a couple of hundred different ways to use AI in marketing. Uh, in some of the areas is quite um, astonishing, quite quite frankly. Yeah, because I, I was blown away because I thought I knew this area reasonably well. And I was sort of looking through your book and I didn't actually realize just how many different areas of marketing that machine learning and AI actually touches I just wonder if we could talk about that for a bit, because things like, there's the obvious things like sort of, you know, content and content creation, but then there's some, some slightly less obvious areas, aren't there? Predictive pricing. I don't think I knew so much about that. Um, I think you use it, uh, I think you use it every day, every, every time you buy an airplane ticket, probably. But as, yeah, but as you a don't realise, do you? Because you're you're, 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 the, the buyers on your end, they don't realise quite what's going on, the, the sort of the business end of it. I think the most... Uh, 
surprising use of AI in marketing is a tool I found when I did a bit of research for the book that um, understands how public speeches are made and scores different public speeches and uh, tell the speaker how to improve their uh, stage performances. And that is uh, fairly far out. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I, I did not uh, believe uh, before writing the book that AI could actually help improve public speeches. Yeah, so presumably it's using uh, speech recognition, is it, instead of um, phrase recognition? Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about a little bit about, because you mentioned that you were involved in the Internet of Things. And, and just for anyone that doesn't know, Internet of Things are sort of smart devices that can talk to the Internet, things that didn't used to be able to talk to the Internet. I think the classic one that everyone mentions is a fridge, isn't it, that sort of orders food when it gets things. But, of course, uh, Internet of Things, the things don't have to be in the home. They can be anywhere, can't they? Tell us a bit about how that sort of links to marketing automation. Yes, to start with, uh, it has been predicted that there will be about one trillion internet-connected machines by 2025. So that's uh, quite a lot. And uh, this is everything from devices we have in the homes, like the fridge, as you mentioned, or the microwave oven, or the burglar alarm, or or uh, the bathroom scale, for example. I've had an internet-connected bathroom scale for, I think, now five years. Yes. Uh, but it is also, you know, millions and millions of uh, industrial sensors and machinery in factories, uh, cars, and in fact, even um, farmers' fields and uh, livestock is now uh, internet-connected and monitored for health uh, in terms of pigs and cows, for example. So it's... Uh, it's it's quite uh, amazing to see where <laughs> where we are getting now with the Internet of Things and interconnect internet connected uh, devices. And how do you see the future? Because you know, some so are you of the school of thought that uh, we're going to be seeing um, the delivery of of, of ads and, and marketing based on sensors, like it, for example, if it realizes that uh, sort of you are walking past a certain shop and you earlier search for something that that shop does and. It might bring up an ad and things like that. Yeah, I think it will go far, far further than that. So uh, if you have uh, internet-connected devices or machines, for example, uh, a coffee machine or or a washing machine, uh, that machine will predict when it is running out of coffee beans or detergent, and it will automatically order uh, refillment uh, such that uh, there is always new coffee beans or detergent uh, sent home in time before you run, run out of a previous batch, for example. So we will not only have uh, ads that are driven by how machines operate, but we will have automatic reordering as well. So you will not uh, have to worry about uh, when to order new coffee beans because the machine will order them when needed. Yeah. One of the things that um, is probably more well-known uh, with AI and machine le learning is the sort of automation of, of content generation, if you like, which is, and we, I don't think we've spoken about it so much on the show more recently, but it's something that goes on, isn't it? Yes, and there are three different technologies, uh, AI-based technologies that are of interest here. So there is something called natural language understanding, natural uh, language processing, and natural language generation. So yeah. NLU, NLP, and NLG. Um, and with natural language processing, we can do machine uh, understanding of, of text. 
uh, on a le- uh, basic level. So, for example, a grammar checker could understand the structure of the text uh, using AI with NLP or natural language processing, but it doesn't really understand the intent of the text. So one level up would be NLU or natural language understanding, where an AI robot or AI software will actually understand what the text is all about and the intent of the text. Um, and then we can generate text with NLG or natural language generation. And often these uh, auto-generated texts are uh, generated in response to incoming text, which is understood by NLU. So an example is obviously the chatbot where you type some question, yeah. uh, which is understood. And then we, we get an auto-generated response. But it can also be... Uh, a chat robot that uh, that actually works over email. So uh, if someone sends an email to sales at mycompany.com, where it's not uh, a sales guy that actually opens and reads the incoming email, where it's an AI robot that parses the text and understands the meaning of the incoming email and how to generate uh, a suitable response. And uh, therefore, there can be a, you know, an email exchange where, where emails are sent forwards and backwards several times. Yeah. Uh, between uh, some customer or potential customer and a chat robot. Yeah, so uh, I, I think that uh, we will see a lot of improvements in terms of natural language understanding and natural language generation in the years to come. Uh, to some extent, some of these uh, software solutions are uh, not yet perfect, so you can notice that the text is uh, a little bit off-topic or doesn't really have a personal touch to it. Yeah. But uh, give it a few more years, and you will probably not be able to understand whether or not a text is generated by a machine or or by a human being. It's funny you should mention that because I remember the very first time I saw any sort of computer-generated uh, text. Um, I think it was using Bayesian analysis. They'd, they'd run like the entire works of Shakespeare. Or it might have been mm. the Harry Potter novels through this machine that mm-hmm. tried to work out that if you give it a word, it tries to work out the most likely next word. And it came out with some hilarious looking Shakespearean sort of dialogues. And that must have been about 10 years ago. And then about, oh, I don't know, three or four years ago, I read an article about, um, I think it was uh, sort of sports articles, like, you know, describing a football match or a rugby match. And it was completely generated by a computer. And I remember reading them and thinking, I can't tell the difference between this and a human being. Uh, I think that many magazines now use a lot of robot journalism yeah. to how to generate uh, articles. But so far, I think it is mostly uh, simple articles, as you say, uh, football match results, the weather, uh, the stock market, uh, but not really uh, you know, full-length, uh, in-depth articles uh, so far. But we will probably get there as well. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think most daily newspapers today use uh, AI robots to how to generate uh, short articles for you know, uh, sports results or... Uh, weather reports or, or stock market uh, data. Tell us about the course, because you've just completed uh, writing a course, haven't you? Tell us about that briefly. Yes, so it's called uh, Marketing Automation Made Easy, and it's an online video course on, uh, in this case, more traditional marketing automation. It's not so AI-focused, but uh, the course is trying to teach uh, traditional marketing automation to let uh People understand what you can do with marketing automation and uh, how to do it uh, and what you can expect from it. I have understood in the last couple of years that there is uh, a lot of people, even marketing professionals, that still don't know what marketing automation is or what it can do or what they can expect from it. So with this course, I try to, to correct that. 
And if you could provide us with a link at the end, that'd be fantastic. Um, now, if you had one top tip or a key takeaway for our audience today, Magnus, what might it be? So since I work with marketing automation, uh, it would probably have been expected that I, I would say that marketing automation is, is uh, the most important thing to, to uh, you know, dig into. And to some extent, that is still true. But um, in my mind, uh, integrating the marketing automation system with external IT systems uh, is what brings uh, true power to the marketing automation logic. So I would say that marketing integration, where you integrate several or many IT systems together into a coherent system yeah. or concept is actually uh, the way to go. So I would uh, vote for more marketing integration, uh, not just marketing automation. Magnus, thanks so much for coming on. How can our listeners find out more about you? So uh, my website and blog is uh, to be found on uh, and That is a good place to start. And uh, my social media accounts can be found uh, from there as well. Well, thanks, Magnus. And thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes will be in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. If you've got questions or suggestions, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. We have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. So that's all from Andy. And it's all from Magnus. And thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure, Magnus. Thanks for coming on. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing.